You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Okay, let's see how this goes. If you're working on your water intake, every time I say leave it, take a sip of water because I have a feeling it could be a lot this episode. I'm working on trying to get Benny to stop chasing Chuck. So our trainer told us to leash him in the house, which he's told us before, and we weren't doing it. Oh, hi. I forgot to turn my sound off. Forget that email. BoxyCharm email you just heard in the background. Benny, leave it. Good boy. Good boy. So, yeah, we're working on him not chasing Chuck, so we're leashing him in the house as of last night because last night he got a hold of Chuck, like straight up got onto the back of him, and Chuck, like, could hold his own, but we intervened because he took him down kind of hard, and I could tell that Chuck was scared. So we decided to start leashing him, but the problem is he chews on his leashes, and that's because we don't leash him very often and he already chewed through one leash it was just like a little training leash so I got him a better leash this weekend it was like a $30 leash and I don't want him to chew through it I do think it would take some time for him to get through it but I want to try to break the habit so the trainer said every time you see him chewing on the leash to tell him to leave it give him a treat once he does and redirect his attention leave it Benny leave it let go leave it I have him in the office right now and I have him leashed to a couch chair and I have my back to him, which isn't the best. And I'm trying to get him to leave the leash because if I if I leave him locked down, locked up downstairs like I normally do, he's just been howling and howling. I think it's because he's gotten more freedom lately. So I'm trying it up here with him tied to a couch with a toy and his bed. And I'm just going to try to get him to understand that he can't chew on the leash. And then we can leash him comfortably. That way Chuck can get closer to him without Benny prancing. And we are one step closer to a happy household. Everyone cross your fingers for me because so far not going good. Trying to not lose my patience though. Benny, leave it. What's worse is I'm giving him these like Cheeto puff treats. And then he's chewing on the leash. So there's like Cheeto puff on the leash. It's disgusting. Um, I think I've said leave it four times now. So everyone bottoms up. I definitely need to drink more water today. So it's like a fun drinking game that you can do right from home during business hours. It's been such a busy week last week and already this week. So we were preparing for my sister-in-law's sister's baby shower. We've been preparing for it for a while. We wanted to do a balloon arch, but they're so expensive. And the other two sisters are crafty. So we just figured we'd be able to do it ourselves. And we did two practice rounds. We got it on the second one, built a balloon arch this weekend. I'm just saying, if you need a balloon arch, we'll do it for half the cost that you find out there. Come see us in these streets. It really wasn't. I mean, it. It was hard because we are all like strong personalities, but it wasn't hard. Like we could totally do it again. Benny, leave it. Yes. 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 Benny, leave it. Leave it. I don't think he understands. I'm starting to second guess what the trainer said. I'm pretty sure he said, we learned so many things this last Sunday. I'm pretty sure he said, get his attention, say, leave it, give him a treat, give him a toy. Maybe he's too far away from me because like I said, I have my back turned. Well, all right. That was extremely short lived. I posted a picture of Benny on my Instagram and I basically said, how do you think this is going to go on a scale of one to 10? Tori said negative two and she was correct. Benny is definitely already made an appearance on this episode. That's what Katie guessed. You'll definitely hear him in the beginning, but not anymore unless he screams in the background. So any tips you have on getting your animal to stop, get them to stop biting? Now I'm second guessing what the trainer said. Did he say... I forget. I don't know. We learned so much on Sunday that we were second guessing the leash thing because I threw that in last minute. I was like, he chews on all of his leashes. Do you have any recommendations for that? And he told us something. But Brett and I both think that he told us different things. So I'm not sure. Anyways, 
really busy last week. Like so busy. If I barely texted you or if I was short with you, I know there's a few people that were messaging me and I was like, eh, can't respond to you right now. I'm so busy. Uh, and this week I kind of feel the same. Like yesterday I had a bunch of stuff to do this morning. I've been so productive already. Although I did decide to do a Peloton and it was a bad decision. It was my worst ride ever. It was the Justin Bieber, Bieber ride with an instructor that I've never taken before. I didn't like her. Olivia something. She did some weird like laugh thing. Also, the Justin Bieber songs that she picked, mm, not the business. I wanted to hear, if I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. And guess what? Didn't hear it. Heard a bunch of other songs that I didn't want to hear or need to hear. Like, where was, uh, no, I almost said suavemente. Where was Despacito? Huh? Where was it? I didn't hear it. At the end of the ride, I legit just stopped. Well, I didn't stop. I was still pedaling, but I wasn't following the class anymore. Okay, my friend Amanda recently was listening to this podcast where it basically talks about working out during different times of the month, obviously just for women. Um, and it, it's like in regards to your cycle. And I am so consistent with like my mood and levels of give a fuck and levels of energy throughout the month. So this week, I am not feeling it at all. Like I don't want to work out. I really don't want to do anything. I feel super moody. Um, and then and normally like the week right before my period, sorry guys, I feel really pumped. Like I really want to work out. I have extra energy, but this week I can just like, I got on that ride and I was like, uh, -uh this is not going to be it, but I was already on. So I committed, I did it and I'm happy that I did, but I didn't burn a ton of calories. I didn't get a good output. I was basically the, just there to finish the ride because I wasn't going to get, I mean, I'd already started it. I wasn't going to get off, you know, but I really want to try a bike, bike boot camp on Peloton. I just know that this isn't the week to do it because I don't want to hate it. I want to actually give it a chance, but Amanda sent me that podcast. I really need to listen to it. I just haven't, it's so hard to find time to do things and I haven't even started work yet. I have so many ideas when it comes to how I'm going to do this podcast starting next week because I start work on Monday. I think that like every day when I record my radio show, I might record a little piece of my podcast. That way I can put it all together on a Tuesday and it, it at least until I get comfortable with the job and then I won't feel so stressed out on Tuesdays because if I finish work at like 530, it takes me a good couple hours to do this podcast first to record it and then to edit it. And then do my radio show like Tuesdays are just going to be too much. So maybe if I record a little bit each day, maybe that'll be better for everyone because sometimes I forget things like I'm like, oh, sometimes I'll be in bed and I'll be like, oh, I should write that down in my notes. I want to talk about that in my podcast, but I'm so sleepy and I can't roll over and pick up my phone. And then, of course, I don't remember that happened to me last night. I bought a re something really good I wanted to talk about and now it's gone. I have no clue. But maybe if I record a little bit every day, it'll be better because I'll remember things from each day that I want to talk about. Like a little a little weekday roundup. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll test it. I also might have to move it to the weekend. We'll see. It's going to be trial and error. But I am not going to be doing the job at Fuego. Um, I talked about that in a previous episode. That my boss was going to talk to her boss about bringing me back, but doing it from at home, like remote, kind of like I do for the station in Oregon. Well, exactly like I do for the station in Oregon, but they want to go with someone that speaks Spanish. And I'm kicking myself for not learning Spanish during quarantine because that is could have been doable. I just didn't do it. And now here we are. That's okay, though, because I feel like it would have been a lot on my plate. I was talking to my friend Katie and she was like, don't burn yourself out. I was like, I know, I know. And I really do feel like I could have handled it. But just kind of easing into this is probably better, especially because I do so much at home, too. Like right now we're refinancing the house. We were doing something with immigration. Like we're and when I say we, I mean me. <laughs> because I'm the one that gets all the paperwork and stuff together. So I feel like doing the things that I do around the house, then doing two radio shows and a podcast and my work might have been a little much, much at first. Once I've adapted to the job, I could probably take more things on. But I mean, I don't want to like overwhelm myself. We don't need a pet smart part two, you know, I get my second vaccine tomorrow and I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I made sure to really clear my schedule for the rest of the like the weekdays like Thursday and Friday I don't have anything going on I don't know like my brother got Moderna and he's been fine he slept all day yesterday and had like a really bad headache but then um I've been following a couple other people like Molly who just got hers day before yesterday and she was posting on her Instagram today that she was feeling really sick last night she feels really sick today I'm getting mine tomorrow at 4 30 so I've heard that it takes like 11 to 12 hours to hit. So that should be in the middle of the night. And then I'm hoping that if I'm out, I'm just out 
for Thursday and then I'm good Friday and I definitely need to be good on Saturday because I talked about it back in December. I was trying to get in touch with a cousin, my mom's cousin, who I hadn't seen since I was little. I was being a super creep trying to get a hold of her like I was about to message her on LinkedIn. It was getting that creepy because my messages on Facebook were going to an an inbox because I wasn't her friend. We didn't have any mutual friends. You know, how Facebook works. Um, And then coincidentally, like a month ago, someone reached out to my brother on Ancestry and it was her. And so my brother gave her my contact information. So my brother, my sister and I are going to lunch with her on Saturday. And so I'm just hoping that I'm in tip top shape for that because I've been looking forward to it for weeks now. We had to postpone it. So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see her on Saturday and to just like talk about memories. It's crazy. I was talking to my sister and she was like, have me, you and my brother, have have we all been in a car together as adults? And I was like, no, isn't that freaking wild? I want to take a picture of the three of us, get an updated picture. Uh, So I hope the vaccine doesn't have me out for multiple days. I've heard it most 36 hours. Also, I was recommended this stuff called Drip Drop. It's like a like a little powder that you put in, in an eight ounce glass or in a water bottle. And it's good for dehydration or headaches, blah, 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 blah. It was like 30 bucks on Amazon for, I don't know, like 20 something sticks. I've only used it a couple times, but I do like it. It tastes really good. So I'm going to load up on some Gatorades, have those ready with some water bottles and have Dayquil and NyQuil because someone recommended that as opposed to Advil Tylenol. And I mean, I'm really hoping that I just don't feel anything at all. But almost everyone that I've talked to that got Moderna has felt some sort of side effect. Also, I don't normally get the flu shot. We were talking about that over the weekend. So because I don't get the flu shot and I'm not used to getting a vaccine, I just feel like I'm going to feel the symptoms. Funny how Johnson & Johnson is in the news big time today. Brett is real sensitive about his vaccine choice. Like, I don't dare say anything to him. I'm like, you know, that one's less effective because he gets all worked up. But the FDA tweeted today, FDA and the CDC gov issued a statement regarding the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. We are recommending a pause in the use of this this vaccine out of an abundance of caution. Yikes. It's because of blood clots, right? That's what I was reading. Um, yeah, I don't I, I, I took a screenshot of that this morning. So I was going to read it to Brett. But every time someone says, oh, you got the Johnson and Johnson, it's like he has a complex about it, even though he's going to listen to this. So hopefully by then some time is some time, some more time has passed and he won't be so sensitive about it. Please believe I will be going to get my vaccine and then getting a Thrifty's ice cream cone. I thought about having Brett drive me to my appointment tomorrow because he might be off work. Just depends on how early he starts tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. He might be also be on the field, so I could be totally wrong. I was thinking about having him drive me to my second appointment, but he is going to try to kill my vibe. He is going to try to halt on the on the post vaccine ice cream cone. He's going to just want to get out of there. So I am not going to bring him. I'm going to brave it all by myself like I did the first time because I don't need anyone cramping my style when it comes to my rocky road and a cone afterwards, even though I told you guys that last time I felt like when I ordered, the guy was like annoyed with me that I ordered an ice cream cone. So I'm hoping that it's someone else because he's going to remember this face. going to be like this bitch again. Rocky road on a cone. Coming right up 15 minutes later after I take all the COVID precautions to scoop one scoop of ice cream. Still on the rice cake, chicken by the sea kick. Made some this morning, so it'd be nice and cold to slap on a rice rice cake this afternoon. I also found different flavored rice cakes, so I got some chocolate ones. And at night after dinner, I've been having a chocolate rice cake with some peanut butter on it. And it's just been real. It's been a vibe, to be honest with you. It has been a vibe. I just freaking love it. We had some Indian food on Sunday from Janoon. It's on J Street. It's somewhat new. It opened during the pandemic. It's right next to Steve's Pizza over by across the street from Bon Lair. We decided to go there instead of Bombay. And don't get me wrong. The food is good. Like I was eating it and I was like, this Indian food is bomb. I will say the non bread isn't the best, but the but the curry is bomb. My stomach was so fucked up yesterday. I cannot even describe it to you. I don't know if it's because there was hella onions on it. I don't know. I have a, my stomach gets messed up when I drink or when I drink, when I eat raw onions. So I don't know if they were raw. I don't know what it was, but I had to get a Brazilian yesterday. I didn't have to, but it was, it was needed. It had been over a month because Magenta, my waxer, she just had a baby. So um, yeah, it had been a while and I was really looking forward to this wax. My eyebrows, my upper lip, everything needed to be waxed. But I got there yesterday and I was like, 
Hey, um, my stomach is really messed up. So if you hear some noises down there, don't worry. It's just my stomach. Also, I'm going to um, X-nay on the butt strip today. Let's just stick to the Brazilian, the stash, and the eyebrows. Okay. I also talked to her about laminating. That's been a thing that has been popping up lately. You know the brows that are in right now, the brushed up eyebrow those are called soapbox eye, eyebrows, I guess. I don't know. But to get them to look like that all the time, you do this thing called laminating. It's pretty inexpensive. It lasts about a month. It's like a perm. It's like basically what they use for a lash curl, but on your eyebrows. It's basically a perm to get them stay to stay up and look very like gelled. And I'm on the hunt for someone who does that. My waxer magenta said that she might know someone and she would pass along their information. So if anyone knows someone that does that, I'm V interested. So pass along their information because I'm trying to get these eyebrows looking bushy and brushed up as hell. It's funny that I like that trend. Just this is like why I'm so glad that I didn't get permanent makeup back in the day. I was just telling someone, I can't remember, maybe magenta. That when I was 18, I worked at Starbucks right across the street from our house. And I also worked at this permanent makeup place as a receptionist. And this I'm not talking about, obviously, um, what's the other thing that people do? Uh, Microblading. Obviously, that's not permanent makeup. That microblading is bomb. It's just so expensive. I just don't know if I can commit to that right now. You know, I need to get some, start making some money first. But I'm so glad that I never got permanent makeup because I remember it was offered to me. But this was like old lady permanent makeup, you know, like now their eyebrows are blue. And I remember at the time being like, oh, yeah, sounds great. You know, 18 year old. So glad I had a parent or guardian to intervene and tell me hell no. Can you imagine if I was walking around right now with some tatted brows? That's why you don't commit that hard to beauty trends because you just don't know. Microblading, you have to get it touched up. Also, it really just follows like a natural brow line. That is totally different. 100% back that. But to permanent makeup, like tattooing, that is completely different, not down. That's why I just want to stick to a nice lamination, something that I have to get done once a month. I've also been thinking about, I feel like I'm talking really fast. Sorry, guys. Um, Let me take a breath. I also feel like I might stop getting my lashes. Someone that I know posted them after a lash lift. And I feel like that looks just as good. And the maintenance now that I'm going to have this job, like I'm not going to, I'm not, I can't just be going and having all these appointments all the time. So it's just crazy because I've been doing it all the pandemic when I wasn't working, when no one was seeing me. And now I'm going to get them out. The things, now that things are reopening and it's summertime, maybe I'll wait till winter, then get them out, then look and do a lash lift. So two things, if you know someone that does a lash lift, let me know. Number two, because my lash girl doesn't. Number two, if you know someone that does brow lamination, let me know because my brow girl doesn't. The Starbucks oat milk debacle has my mind blown. Starbucks rolled out oat milk to very limited locations. It wasn't even advertised on the menu, but if you went deep into the menu, you could find this like almond honey oat milk latte. That was about a month and a half ago. It was just at a few places. And then Starbucks rolled out the oat milk everywhere and then had this brown sugar shaken oat milk espresso on the menu. I talked about it a couple episodes ago. It was so good. I had to go to a Target to find it because everyone was out of oat milk because they were so excited that Starbucks finally had it. They premiered the Oatly oat milk um, uh, Starbucks thing, I think at a, on a Super Bowl ad. No, no. I digress. Oatly had a commercial during the Super Bowl and Oatly oat milk is what Starbucks is serving. I forget who, one of my friends, I've talked to so many people in the last week, I just don't know what's what, said that they talked to someone at Starbucks and they are working on getting new distributors for the oat milk. So it has been temporarily taken off the menu. If you go to the Starbucks app, the brown shaken sugar oat milk fucking thing says out of season which is crazy because it was only on the menu for two weeks and I only got it like three times because it was there was one day where I was willing to drive up to 15 miles to a Starbucks just to get this oat milk, but no one had it. It was actually on the news. My sister-in-law told me that everyone was it was on on the news that everyone was so excited that oat milk was finally at Starbucks. And so they ran out everywhere. They couldn't get it quick enough to the stores. So they're looking into new distributors so that they can get oat milk more regularly and hopefully bring that drink back because it was so freaking good. I was thinking about trying it with soy milk, but you just don't mess up a good thing. You know, it was 
it was surprisingly low cal. I was just getting them all willy nilly, not looking at the calories. I always go through phases with Starbucks. Like there will be a month when we're on it heavy. And that's been Brett and I this month. We've been craving it. Just nice coffee. We could make them from home. But we do, we have a K-cup thing and it doesn't have an iced coffee feature, but we just haven't found like a good iced coffee at home. If anyone has any recommendations on that, let me know. So we've been on a Starbucks kick. So I was just like, oh, I'm not even going to look at how many calories this brown sugar, it just sounds like a Pop-Tart, you know, brown sugar, cinnamon, oat milk. It's only 160 calories for a grande or maybe even 140. That's not bad. Brett and I watched, we binged a series, a limited series last week in two days. Brett's mom had told us that it was really good behind our eyes on Netflix. We started it and it started out so freaking strange. Like we were like, what is this? But Brett and I like strange. So some people would be turned off like this is too weird for us. But Brett and I, Brett and I are like, perfect. It starts out kind of slow and strange, but we were committed because we had to know when things are so weird, you have to keep watching because you have to know. I am so glad that we watched it. We finished it in two days. I'm so good at guessing movies. I think it's just because my dad had me watching watch Mission Impossible at like age seven. Action flicks all day. We would go to Costco every Saturday, do our, do our grocery shopping, and we would buy a DVD and we would watch it. So actions, thrillers, dramas, those are in my wheelhouse. So I'm always guessing the ending. I did not see the ending coming at all. Brett saw it coming before me and that never happens. I'm sure you've gathered that from previous episodes where I talk about how he's the most annoying person to watch movies with because he never knows what's going on. He's like, wait, what? Who's that? Well, who are that? Where do they come from? I'm like, oh my God, leave it. How about, how about we just watch the movie and then at the end, I'll send you an article where it recaps everything in great detail and then you'll, it'll all, it'll all click for you. But he actually guessed what was about to happen and you only guess seconds before it's about to happen. Behind her eyes on Netflix, watch it. I'm telling you, there's six episodes. It is so good. I also noticed something else on Netflix yesterday, Cowspiracy. So there's a seaspiracy and a cowspiracy. I'm guessing it's not the same guy, but how weird that it's essentially the same name. I haven't watched it yet because I, like I said, ignorance is bliss. I can't, I want to watch it, but I also know what it's going to do to me. I told Brett, because my birthday is coming up on the 30th. I told Brett, you bet, like he, he was trying to take me to all these random places for my birthday. He's like, let's try this Moroccan restaurant, Casablanca on Fair Oaks, which I've always wanted to go to. I was like, yeah, I'm down, but we are getting sushi at some point for my birthday. Like it's the only time of the year where I can get sushi without you complaining. So I said that to him and he was like, what about Seaspiracy? What about the ocean? What about all the fish? I I thought you weren't eating fish anymore. You know, I'm not going to let you go back on your word. I'm here to support you. So I'm not going to let you have Makunis for your birthday. I'm like, "Eh, eh, 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 eh." not how this works. Back it up. I haven't gotten BoxyCharm in a long time. I used to love it, but my, I mean, in quarantine, who needs that much makeup? Also, I was using all these, all this different skincare and I feel like it was just clogging my pores. And Erin, who does my lashes, she's also an esthetician. And she said it takes like two weeks for a product to start to like, for, for, to see the result of a product basically, basically. So you could start using something and your skin could look great. And then in a couple weeks, it looks bad and you don't know what you've changed or what you started using. And that was me with BoxyCharm. I was using a new product every single month. So my skin was just going through the motions of all bad. Now I basically just use the ordinary. I do try out different products from them, but I feel like they're very clean products. Like the ingredients are right there on the label. It's not a big long list. So that's what I stick to. But I do get BoxyCharm emails all the time and I am tempted from time to time to click on them and to, you know, renew my renew my subscription. Like because makeup change tra- trends have changed so much what we don't we don't put a bunch of concealer under the eyes anymore. We're using liquid. Bl- I don't have any liquid. We're using liquid blush now. I don't have any liquid blush. We're using brown eyeliner. I don't we use brow gel. I don't have any of that. So I was thinking about renewing it. But it just kills me that BoxyCharm pays probably millions for Kylie to endorse them. So she does her little Instagram story once a month, Kylie Jenner, where she's reviewing BoxyCharm. But it is the laziest review I've ever seen in my life because, number one, she has her own makeup line. So she's not like really pushing these products. She She wants people to buy her products. But it's always like, oh, this is a Marc Jacobs lip gloss. It's so cute. Oh, next we have this face watermelon face wash oh it's so cute that's what she says to all of them oh it looks so cute like it's just monotone she says the same thing and then she just throws it into the she doesn't even make it look good she doesn't even try 
I'm like, BoxyCharm, pay me. I will make your shit look good. And I won't even require payment. Just give me a free BoxyCharm every month. The best of the best. I want every, every box combination in one box. And that's all you got to do. Why are you paying Kylie Jenner millions? I wish I could find out exactly how much she's getting paid. It's got to be in the millions. She doesn't do any. She probably doesn't do endorsements for any less. Yesterday, my boss texted me from KDuck. I was in the store and he was like, please tell me you remember this song. Now I got to scroll back because our conversation was hella long. And we, we went down a rabbit hole. He was like, please tell me you remember this song. Um, ideal, whatever. OK, hold on. Let me play it for you because you might not remember based off that, but I know for sure you'll remember when I play it. It was like totally a skating rink song. I like. Okay, you get the point. I was like, holy shit, I forgot about that song. That used to be a skating rink slapper. And then we started talking about the skating rink. And then we started talking about songs that they played at the skating rink. Because during my show on K-Duck, it's, um, you know, top 40 mostly. But then the 12 o'clock hour, I do the old school lunch. So it's like Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, songs like that. Green Day, um, Tony, 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 you know, shit like that. Old school throwback songs. So he was like, I'm going to add that into the old school lunch. And then we just started sending songs back and forth and like talking about the skating rink. Oh, my God. It just got me in the mood to listen to music like that. I was driving home from Costco. This conversation lasted for like a couple hours, but with long spaces in between the texts because I was at Costco and he was working. But I texted him and I was like, oh, my God. Remember Tank? I deserve baby. Oh, OK. Actually. That's fucked up. Okay, I don't think I can hit the keys in that song. Let's be honest, I can't hit the keys in any song. <laughs> There's a song, Tank, I Deserve, and they used to play it at the skating rink. And you can tell that he's like, he's. this song is from experience. Like, he's been through it. Someone cheated on him. And there was a part in the song where he goes, yes, I cheated on you. And at the skating rink, me and Summer, my best friend, we used to be skating during the couple skate. And when he said, yes, I cheated on you, we would sing it like we had been through some shit at 13 years old. And I, so I was like, oh, I want to listen to that right now. So I went to Apple Music. It's not on there. There's new tank songs. No one wants to hear new tank songs. We want to hear the old shit. Baby, I deserve. Oh, man, I can't even like catch a tune at all with that song. I'm like sing talking. So I had to YouTube it. So I pull it up on YouTube. I'm in the car. I have all the windows rolled down. I am I am singing. I'm singing. Like, I'm not even singing. I'm singing at the light. And I look over. I'm like hands making a fist. Like, I'm in the music video. And I look over, and this guy is like dying laughing next to me. I'm like, oh, hey. And he turned down his music. He was like, I used to love this song. I was like, yes. It's not on Apple Music. Can you believe that? So I... <laughs> start having this, this whole conversation with this guy next to me at the intersection um but we just had the best conversation about skating ring songs like what to you what is your favorite skating ring song like what song just takes you back to the skating rink when I was on the peloton earlier and I told you I had tuned out I picked up my phone and my boss texted me and was like do you want to interview Nelly tomorrow at 11? And I was like, is the grass green? Yes, I want to interview Nelly tomorrow. I want to talk to him about his verses. I want to talk to him about Dancing with the Stars. And I want to talk to him about skating rink songs because Country Grammar is definitely one of those songs that reminds me of the skating rink. So I'm definitely going to ask him. It sucks, though, because every time that I've interviewed Nelly, it's been with 102. So I have these really funny memories with Nelly. First of all, I, I, might, I may have told this story before. I'm pretty sure that I did, but I'm going to tell it again. People do this all the time in podcasts because new people join all the time. So sometimes you have to retell stories. And I feel like I say, I've told this story before a lot. So I'm just going to stop saying that. Hey, Benny, drop it. That's just so that you could, or leave it. That's just so you could take a sip of water because I need to. Um, Wayne J and I did a phone interview with Nelly when The Fix came out. And it was that song. It maybe came out in 2014. 
And during the song, he keeps saying, come and get this dick, obviously bleeped out on the radio. But during the interview, I kept saying, come and get this dick because it was pre-recorded, so we could beep it. And he was dying laughing. So then years later, I interview him by myself at the downtown showdown. We had this great interview. And after the interview was over, like after the mic's not in my hand or anything anymore, like I'm not I'm not mic'd up. I was like, hey, I'm the girl from that interview where I kept saying during the entire interview, come and get this dick. And he starts dying laughing like he remembered and I'm laughing. And so someone snapped these pictures of us. You've probably seen them if you follow me on Instagram. It is my favorite picture with any artist because we are just hugging each other and like dying laughing. I want to bring that up to him tomorrow, but it's kind of like I don't people in Oregon don't realize that I'm in Sacramento. Like I'm meant to sound live. I'm meant to sound local. I really shouldn't be bringing up other radio stations in the interview, but I want to tell him that that's me so that we, you know, have that good rapport when we start talking. But I'm so excited to talk to him because I was so obsessed with Dancing with the Stars and the, his verses with Luda was like my absolute favorite. So I'm so excited to talk to him tomorrow. And then I'm having lunch with my old boss and then I'm going to get the vaccine. So like I said, my weeks have just been packed. My days have been packed. I'm so excited to talk to him about skating rink songs. So yeah, what's the number one song that reminds you of the skating rink? I'm also going to post this TikTok on my roundup. I saw it yesterday. It is a floating mansion in Miami. It is a house on the water. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I wonder if it's rented out as an Airbnb. Oh my God, I wish I was rich. I want to go to Miami so bad, but I also don't want to wear high heels ever again. Being in quarantine, I already hate wear, hated wearing high heels. I cannot imagine now. Brett likes me in heels. It never happens. I wear like a little kitten Sunday school heel. I can't, that's the only reason that I don't want to go to Miami because I don't want to wear high heels. <laughs> I don't want to wear sarong. I also need to fucking get a tan because there were pictures of me from the baby shower this weekend. I wore this dress. I got it free in a stitch fix. I don't like dresses that cover my chest because I just feel like they just they're not flattering on me. It's just not the style of clothing that's flattering on me. But I didn't even think about what I was wearing to this baby shower until the last minute. So I'm in my closet. And I'm like, oh, I've never worn this before. So I put it on and it looked OK in the mirror. And everyone was like, oh, it's such a cute dress. You look so cute. And then I was like, oh, so I was like feeling cute. And then someone took some pictures of us and I was like, oh, no. Granted, I was on my bad side. And I wasn't leaning over like a little teapot like I normally do. But I saw these pictures and I was like, oh, this dress. I look so bad. This dress is hideous. It made me feel disgusting. I feel like I need to run 28 miles. I feel like I need to. I just it was it put all these bad like negative thoughts in my head about my body. I put the pictures up on Instagram and then I've thought about taking them down every day since then. But I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't give in to your insecurities. Keep the pictures up. But I did immediately give the dress away because my sister-in-law was like all day. I love that dress. It's so cute. I was like, you can have it. I came home at some point and changed and brought it back to her. She's like, really? I can have it? I was like, yes, I don't want it. I don't want ever want to see it on me or near me again. Someone commented on the picture. I was like, I love your dress. I want to be like, oh, do you? Because I look terrible in it. I think I do have at least one Peloton status this week. People really slowed down. I don't know if it's because we had God's Day recently, you know, Easter, or I don't know what the deal is, but um, people have really slowed down. So let me see. Ah, ah, it's not available anymore. So I had to have taken a screenshot. Please, for the love of God, Megan, did you take a screenshot? Got it. <laughs> I have enjoyed rides with Cody, but after today's class and learning about some of his lifestyle choices, I have to say that this is probably the last ride I will take with him. And at first I read that first, you know, paragraph or a little sentence. I'm like, no, what, where is this person going with this? And then she went on and said, I can maybe accept his personal choice regarding not liking the Big Mac. I mean, I get it with no special sauce, but when he says that he sometimes is willing to put pineapple on pizza, I simply can't. I can't. I can't support someone that makes that life choice. I, I'll still flip my wig and straighten it out. But damn, pineapple on pizza. And if you have made it this far in reading this post, it was totally sarcastic. I really enjoy Cody and his energy. He makes 30 minutes go by pretty darn quick. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza. Don't at me. It's my favorite thing. If I could have pineapple on every pizza that I eat, I would gladly accept that. Unfortunately, the people that also live in this household do not agree. It's weird though with Brett. Sometimes he is all about it. He's like, oh, I actually really like this. And then recently... 
they accidentally we went to we, like I told you guys we've been big into Papa Murphy's so we got a take and bake and I always get pineapple on half well this time there was some pineapple all over it and I didn't think it was going to be a big deal but Brett was super cranky this week or this day in particular and he wouldn't eat the pizza he was like I can taste it embedded in the cheese I was like oh dear lord please god Help me make it through this day. So he didn't eat the pizza, right? He said he refused. He was not going to eat it. He bla- said first said that I did it on pur- purpose to sabotage his pizza, which, okay. Um, <laughs> ridiculous, but all right, I'll take it. And then he went to bed early without eating pizza. He just ate the garlic bread that we got. So then the next day... I tried putting the pizza in the air fryer to heat it back up. And I thought, okay, you leave it in for like five minutes. Oh, no, you leave it in for like two. So when I went to go get it, it was burnt to a crisp. So I threw it away and then I heated up more. And said Brett came inside and was like, what happened to the pizza? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, where is it? And I was like, well, I burned it. So I just heated up more since you refused to eat it last night. He was like, well, I wanted some. I'm like, make up your mind. So sometimes he is okay with pineapple on pizza and sometimes he's not. And I never know which way we're going. So I have to tread very carefully on this matter. My mom ate linguisa and pineapple pizzas from round table when I was a kid. That's like what I remember eating. So maybe that's why I like it. I don't know. It's bomb though. If you ever go, if you like pineapple on pizza, I'm telling you. Go to Round Table, get linguisa and pineapple. It is so freaking good. I'm really worried that I'm going to have to give up some TV shows when I start this new job. I'm not going to be able to upkeep everything I have on my plate right now. I watch Married at First Sight. It does not need to be two hours long every week. It needs to be one hour long. They do so much recapping. It's ridiculous. And... I'm probably going to have to abandon ship, jump ship on American Idol. I've stuck with it. I feel like this is the longest I've stuck with it in a long time. I have half of Sunday's episode to watch and then last night's episode to watch with Luke Bryan won't be there or wasn't on last night's episode because he got COVID. So Paula Abdul is back, the OG judge. I just don't think I'm going to be able to keep up with everything. Obviously, I'm going to keep This Is Us. Obviously, I'm going to keep the challenge, which that's almost over anyways. What else do we watch? Manifest is back, which is the absolute worst show on TV. But it's so good because it's so bad. We've also been watching on Apple Plus or Apple TV, whatever it's called, um, For All Mankind. That is so good. This guy that I follow on Instagram, Brandon, he started a podcast and um, I need to catch up on his episodes, but his first episode, he does this really cool thing where he pairs um, beer with episodes of shows that he's watching. And I was very interested because on the first episode, he reviewed WandaVision and then he also reviewed the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm watching right now. And then he talked about For All Mankind and I stopped listening at that point because I didn't want any spoilers. And I said, well, what's For All Mankind? I obviously trust your show choices so far. So let me know what that is. I might be want I might watch it. And he said it's um, about, you know, going to Mars. But instead of us being the first ones to Mars, the Russians were. And so I knew Brett would be all over that because Brett loves space and I love space as well. So we started watching it. And that is like the premise of the show. The Russians make it to Mars first. So it's like this battle to be the first first of something else on Mars but then Russia gets the first woman on Mars I mean I'm not giving you like the the whole premise of you you could still watch it I'm just giving you little tidbits but it's starting to get really good we just finished season one last night I fell asleep actually because I was super tired so I need to go back and rewatch last 15 minutes but that is really good we've been really into that lately I guess I just don't watch I guess I don't watch too many shows during the week I just watch shows that are on for a long time. Can we just make it a rule that no show needs to be on for over an hour? Like two hours is just too much. Oh, Law and Order and then Organized Crime with Elliot Stabler. Two episodes in so far. New episode every Thursday. And I have to say it's really good. It's not like Law and Order SVU where every episode is a different situation. So far, it's been following the same storyline. I'm curious to see if that's how it's going to continue because, um, Dean McDermott or Dylan McDermott is in it and he seems to be like on the cast permanently. So and he he's a bad guy in it. So that makes me feel like this show is going to be have a storyline throughout instead of a changing storyline, which I really like for Law and Order. So far, I've been liking it better than Law and Order SVU, which is saying a lot because I freaking love Law and Order SVU. So I'm going to have to make a pros and cons list of all the shows that I watch and decide which ones are getting the axe. My stomach is growling like crazy right now. So I might have to cut this episode. I was going to, well, not cut it right now, but I was going to talk about or do the review of Katie, Katie's guys this week, but I might have to save that because I'm starving and I could pause 
and come back later, but I really need to prepare for my Nelly interview. I need to prepare for my radio show. And I also want to catch some rays because super nice outside. I used to care so much about being tan and I don't anymore. I just would like to get a little base while I still have some days off. I just can't believe that this is my last week of work or last week of not working. I don't feel like it's really set in yet and it's going to be hard to let go. <laughs> like I haven't worked in a year. I mean, I've worked part time, but it's just going to be a lot. I don't think it's set in yet. So I feel like I need to spend some time by the pool, really soak up some rays because after my seven week training, I don't even know what my schedule is going to be. I could work weekends. I mean, I just don't know. So I would like to capitalize on the time that I have. So maybe I'll do Katie's guys next week, which would actually be good for next week's episode, since I don't know how it's going to go. So at least I have one solid topic that I know I can focus on. I know I've said I'm going to review Katie's guys for like the past five weeks. I promise it's coming next week. Benny, I told you last week he was throwing up. Thank you for not giving me unsolicited advice because I said I was a little worried and I didn't want everyone to overwhelm me with things that it could be. We figured out what it was. So he started making the noise and I got heard it and got out of bed and I saw something in his crate. So I pulled it out and it was like green and pink and I couldn't really place what it was. And so I was like, Brett, what is this? And it smelled like peanut butter. Why well, I've been giving him these peanut butter sticks that I got from Chewy. I don't know if they're age appropriate. I got them because I needed to add like 10 bucks on to get free shipping when I was ordering a bunch of stuff for Chuck. Um, and that's why I like BarkBox because BarkBox is giving me age appropriate toys and treats, whereas everything else, I don't know. I just, there's so many rules. Like, is it no rawhide or no, I, I just don't know. I don't know what all the rules are. So it makes me nervous. So I bought these bones, these like chicken and peanut butter, little jerky stick things. Well, he was chewing off two big pieces. And so he was throwing it up every night and then just re-eating what he threw up. And so we stopped giving him those peanut butter sticks and he stopped throwing up. Imagine that. So happy that that we figured it out. We didn't have to take him to the vet to figure it out. I thought it was reverse sneezing at first. It wasn't. It was just the peanut butter stick that he was throwing up. Hallelujah. We took him to his second dog training and he was like, he's so much bigger. And he also said, it seems like you guys have have a lot of fun training. And I was like, last time we brought Benny in, he just felt like this animal that was a burden in our house. And now he actually feels like our dog. And he does. He feels like our dog now. Like we have names that we call him and we're like, oh, he's hugging him and we're just obsessed with him. And so the training went really well. We have new things that we need to work on with him this week before we go back to training this Sunday. But we go to the Pet Food Express out in Roseville for now. Eventually, we're going to go out to a park to do some training in a park. But at Pet Food Express, there's one right by us, too. We go to the one in Roseville, though. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait till we can take him here and we can give him a bath because they have bath like dog baths all around the um, store. And I was like, it's such a pain to give him a bath in our bathtub, especially now that he's bigger. The I mean, after we do it, then I have to clean the entire bathroom. He's just, it's so hard. Both of us have to get on the floor. The bathroom's not very, very big. I have to line the bathroom with towels and I have to wash all the towels. And so the dog trainer, Nick, he was like, no, you can bring him here. You just have to let him know that you have a puppy that's not fully vaccinated and they will sanitize the area. You just have to wait a few minutes and then you can give him a bath. And I was like, what? No freaking way. I was so excited. So we came home, did a bunch of chores around the house, set out the patio furniture in the backyard. And then I called Pet Food Express, the one near us, just to make sure that that was true. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. When you get here, just let us know. We'll give you a towel for the cart. You can put them in the cart. We'll sanitize one of the areas for you. And then you can wash your dog. And I was like, oh, my God, best news freaking ever. And Brett was apprehensive. He's like, I don't know, just seems like a fucking about to take him down there and to do it somewhere else and then to get him in the car. Because when we drove home from puppy training, he threw up in the car. I think he gets car sick. But the trainer was like, keep him in a crate in the car because heaven forbid, if like you were to get in a car accident or something, I know so many people who have had accidents where their dogs weren't properly restrained and it's been, you know, fatal. And so that has me all stressed out. But I also know that being in the crate doesn't help with his motion sickness. I also read that that goes away in puppies after a little while. So I'm hoping that's the case. And then I might look into, I know that I've seen something at Costco that looks like a, like a little swoopy loop for the car and you... You like tie him into that. I don't know. I have, it's just so overthinking so much. I can't imagine what it's like to be a parent and overthink raising a human and every single decision that you make and everything that you buy and everything that you feed him and how you're doing everything. It's very overwhelming with a dog. So kudos to parents that are doing it because I can't even imagine. 
So we take him into Pet Food Express, and it was the best experience ever. We did the one over on Lomans. So we got a little cart for him. We bought him a new leash because he had chewed through the other one. And I go up to the register, and I'm like, I don't really know how it works. I was like, so we have a puppy that's not fully vaccinated. And they were like, we'll take care of it. He was like, we sanitize after every dog anyways, but we will, you know, sanitize the area and get you all set up. And then I was like, so how does it work? And so he told me how it works. You buy a token, you pop the token in, and then you choose from three different shampoos that comes out, which luckily I learned how to groom for those seven days or eight days or nine days that I was at PetSmart. So I kind of know what I'm doing when it comes to, you know, how to tether them and what to do. But Brett ended up taking the reins. I'm getting ahead of myself. So he explains how it works. And then he was like, okay. So I was like, okay, so let me buy a token. He was like, the first one's on us. So he gave me a free token. How nice was that? So I made a donation to the store. And then we went back. And by the time I had gotten the instructions, there was a little bit of a line. So we had to wait for um, a sink area to be sanitized. And then we went over there and the guy that was before us, his dog had like hair type that dried right away. So we didn't need to use the dryer. I think it gives you 25 minutes with, with each token. So we ended up getting Benny washed and dried on that guy's token with the time that he had left over. And so I still have a free token for this weekend when we take him to go get a bath. But it was so much better. We weren't having to get on the ground and bend over the bathtub. And then our bathtub wasn't a mess. And Benny, there were dogs next to him so he could like look at other dogs. It was just so great. I will never not go there. Like Benny's getting his first groom once he's fully vaccinated, which is next Monday. So he's getting a groom that Sunday so we can get the hair cut out of his eyes because I feel like he's blind half the time. I'm like, are you blind? Can you see me? So we're getting him groomed, but we're still going to give him a bath on our own. We're going to make it like a Sunday ritual. And it's just so nice and convenient. 15 bucks. You have 25 minutes. You don't have to get your own house dirty. You get them out of the house. You can buy them a treat there afterwards. Like, I just think it's such a great business idea. And I hope that we never move somewhere where there isn't one of those nearby because I just, I freaking love it. I can't say enough good things about it. If you didn't know about Pet Food Express, get yourself acquainted because it's great if you're looking for a place to give your dog a bath. Peter, Pilot Peter is starting a podcast. That's all I'm going to say about that. I think it's stupid. No one wants to hear what he has to say. And also, doesn't he have a really good job? I understand these people from Bachelor Nation, like Grocery Store Joe, not even, but people that are like, uh, that don't really have jobs. Like it's a jo- like the job description is a joke. Yeah, start a podcast, make some money, make some endorsements because you don't already have a career. Pilot Pete is a pilot making tons of money. So why do you need to start a podcast? He would be an idiot to not keep doing his pilot stuff and think that he's going to make a living off a podcast. Like at at what point do we have enough Bachelor Nation podcasts? Like that point is coming, right? We're getting to that point very quickly. I forget who he's doing it with. It's a guy that I like, but I don't know him by name. I can't remember who it is. I posted about it. Um, We have dates for The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. The Bachelorette with Katie is going to be back June 7th. Uh, Her teaser is the weirdest thing. Everyone gets these like, remember Hannah Brown? She was frolicking through the wilderness in a Cinderella dress. It looked like a big production. Uh, Everyone gets like red sparkly dresses. Katie got a purple pleather skirt that's on backwards with, uh, I, I I don't get why they did her like this. Why? Why did they do her like this? I don't understand. Her teaser video looks so janky and cheap. I don't understand it. You can see it at What the Chuck What the Chuck podcast on Instagram. I had to think what my Instagram was. Um, it's just weird. I don't understand it. And then Bachelor in Paradise is back August 16th. I can't wait to find out who's going to be on, but I have a feeling we're it's going to be obvious because Bachelor people have been really involved in Clubhouse recently, doing Clubhouse rooms. And I feel like we're going to start to see some of those people disappear. And that's how you know they're in paradise. Almost paradise. They did an April Fool's joke where um, they said Kelly and Peter were going to be in paradise. And that was a lie. No one wants to see Peter in paradise. Absolutely no one. Don't put him there. The Rachel and Matt thing is crazy. Reality Steve did a 30-minute Instagram Live. I didn't watch it because I was prepping for the baby shower. But basically, Matt was stringing Rachel along, saying that he was still in love with her, wanted to make make it work. So he flew her out to New York, 
they were together. And then this other girl named Grace that Matt had been talking to, trying to get her to come to Miami the week previous, reached out to Rachel and said, hey, Matt's been talking to me too. Rachel left in tears and Matt was, Matt looks like a huge douchebag player. But then at the same time, Becca, do you remember Becca from Ari's season? She made a good point. Matt's a single guy. He can do whatever he wants. Most guys do string multiple women around if they're single. They're not just talking to one girl unless they're in a committed relationship. So do I really blame him? Mm, I don't know. Not really. I just feel like Matt needs to take a step out of the spotlight for a little bit because he has been under the microscope for too long. And I feel like it's doing him a disservice. I, I really don't know if I'm going to end up watching the whole reality Steve thing because I feel like I know the gist of it. Matt was talking to Grace, trying to get Grace to come to Miami. She didn't. And then he was professing his love to Rachel. He got caught up. Now he's probably going to lose both of them. But he's a good looking guy. He's going to be able to swoop someone else up in no time. There are rumors or speculation that Becca and Emmanuel who hosted after the final rose on the finale this year are hooking up, which I'm here for it. A lot of people have been saying that they want Michelle and Emmanuel to be together. But here's the thing. Michelle's the next bachelorette. So there's no way she's going to get tied down or hooked up with someone. It doesn't matter how compatible because she's going to be the next lead. So she's not going to do that. It does suck, though, because they would look really cute together. And I feel like they did have chemistry based off what I've seen on after the final rose. But I'm also here for Becca and Emmanuel. Brett just came in here. Interrupted me during my podcast and then left Benny in here and he left the door open. Get this. The co so Brett, there were some pieces in the backyard that needed to be filled. There was some metal exposed that was dangerous. So over the weekend, Brett filled it with concrete, right? Okay. So through the week, like I throw dish towels and stuff in the washing machine, dish towels, placemats. And then when I put a load of laundry in, they just get washed with that. So we're constantly throwing things in the washing machine. So on Sunday, we always wash our sheets on Sunday. So I get out of bed, I take the comforter down and I start it. I notice that there's some towels in there, just like a couple hand towels. I wash it and Brett's like, no, one of those towels had concrete in it. You should always check before. I'm like, check what? What, what is there to check? Open the towel to see if there's concrete inside. Why, why would you put that in there? Like just throw the towel away. It was like a bleached green towel that we never use. It's like a, it's like a junk towel. And so I had to pull everything out, rewash the comforter. We put it on a wash that's like an hour and 40 minutes. So it really held us up on Sunday and some of it still didn't come out. So now I have remnants of the backyard fiasco on our bedspread. Came out for the most part, like it's not too bad, but there are a couple areas where the concrete is like stuck on the, our brand new comforter. Isn't that great? <laughs> I don't know how this episode sounds. I feel like I... When I was writing, ma making my notes for the episode, I felt like I really didn't have a lot to say. But then I feel like all my thoughts were coming out at a mile a fucking minute. Follow me on Instagram, What the Chuck Podcast. I do have a merch store. Don't forget, you can buy What the Chuck stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, or you can buy nothing. I don't really care. The link's on my bio, though. <laughs> you can find it there. Next week, I'll, I guess it'll be trial and error with the episode. I'm definitely going to put one out. It'll definitely still be on Wednesday. Don't you worry about that. But maybe I'll start recording it this week. Maybe that's a good idea. I'll start recording it this week so that I won't feel overwhelmed on my first week of work. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Nailed it. Also, did I tell you guys that we went to that Mexican restaurant last week? Yeah, a couple weeks ago and I got that ceviche and it wasn't good. But then we realized there was that French restaurant, Bre Bressiers, or I don't know, Bressiers, I don't know, right across the street. When we went there last week, it is, I cannot even tell you how good it is. It's right there on K Street across the street from Maya Huel, Maya or whatever it's called. We got the bombest food. And here's a little tip. There's a cafe and then there's an actual restaurant. You can go into the cafe because it's happy hour all day and all night. And you can still order off the menu from the main restaurant. So you can get hella appetizers and stuff and drinks on happy hour. And then order from the main menu. I got this Niochi or Niochi or whatever it's called. We asked him and he gave us the proper way to say it, but I already forgot. And I don't really love truffle, but this was a truffle neochi, but it tasted so good. It was just very light. And they had the best French fries I've ever had in my life. I'm not really a French fry person. You guys, when I tell you there was four of us, we got seven or eight bas baskets of these fries. We kept saying, give us another one. The best fries I've ever had, like crispy, crunchy, shoestring French fries. Oh, they had sausage rolls that were so good. What else did we get? A cheese board. Oh, it's so good daydreaming about that place. Cannot wait to go back. 
if you're looking for a place to go to dinner, highly recommend. Um, I'll post it on my Instagram so that you can see what it looks like or what it's actually called. Love you guys. Thanks for being here for episode 46 of What the Chuck podcast. Uh, Take it easy. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.